Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 98 of the Tilton to the Podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Welcome back everybody to yet another episode of the Tilton to the Podcast, episode 98. Ever, ever, ever inching closer to episode 100. But we're back a little bit later than normal. Life just comes at you. It does for us anyway. Especially when you're peeling yourself off the floor with your energy levels through the floor. Mm. But we're back and it's been a very busy week to say the least for Blues. The boys are back on grass, back with the club, finished their summer holly bobs and yeah, traction is moving forward. We've got a lot to cover in this week's episode. New takeover news. Key dates, key details. We've got some information on what exactly Blues have to pay for and an idea of what the ridiculous (laughs) running costs are for this club. We've got some seriously exciting news around incoming signings. Yep, much Blues have been very busy getting three permanent signings through the door over the last week. We'll bring you all of the updates all of the latest info on all of that in this week's episode, so don't go anywhere. Before we get right into it, let's get the shameless plugs out of the way. If you don't already follow us, make sure you do. You can find us on Instagram at the Tilton Two. Yep. Twitter, Facebook at the Tilton Two, YouTube the Tilton Two, and our website www.thetilton2.com. Where you can also find <laughs> there we go. our beautiful, high quality, mate BCFC great again caps. Metal hardware. Metal durable. Hardware. And do not forget the couch line, man. Tommy Wagner loves them. He does. All right. You heard it here first. But they're exclusively available on the tilton2.com. Make sure you go over. Check them out and show your boys some love. Yeah, support the podcast. Exactly. All right, let's get straight into it. Faisal, how has your week been, sir? <sighs> it's been a tough one. All right. I won't lie. We've got we've had some ups, which we'll get into, but overall, who <laughs> oh, knew 15,000 steps was so hard to get? Yeah, I've got 16. Yeah, you've gone up to system, but again, we'll get into that while you've got 16 before you start playing the violin. Yeah, it's self-inflicted. I'm such a good brother, that's why. It's self-inflicted. But um, yeah, I mean, for anyone who also embarks on their step journey or uh, or doesn't, I mean, you'll either know or you won't know. It takes a while. It's a very conscious effort. I thought 10K was something. I thought 10K was like, yeah, you have to... You know, you have to uh, make a conscious effort to go for a walk or whatever. Well, I felt like I achieved something every day here yeah, in exactly. Yeah, exactly. Whereas uh, 15k, yeah, it's a whole other, it's a whole other cake, that is. No, it really is. It's a, a huge section of your day. Massively. Yeah. I mean, to put it this way, after this podcast, I need to go for a 11,000-step uh, walk, which is uh, basically about two hours. I know. So. It's mental. It is. That's good. Especially when you're just... Yeah, I don't know about you, but my energy levels... Again, this is not the best way to start off a podcast and your energy levels are, mm. again, through the roof. Just woken up from a nap, I'll be uh, I'll be honest. You know, I'm very open and honest. And, yeah, it is rough. But we haven't got long left, have we now, Faze? We really don't. 
And seven days of absolutely killing ourselves. And then we're off on our little holly bobs. And then it's... Another plug, actually, there. Because we are going to be starting another form of content. Go on. And that is in the shape of TikTok. And I can hear all the listeners thinking, yay, yippee. We, we've got some uh, we've got some plans on the content that we want to be producing. So once that's up and running, give us a follow. Make sure to follow your boys and uh, Mate, catch us over there. You get to see a lot more of our mugs, which I'm sure will drive a lot of traction. The other way, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Make sure you check it out. You'll be the first to know on the poddy. But yeah, it's been a, it's been like you said, ups and lows. Blues have just been, I think, a big guiding light this mm-hmm. week in terms of how crap blues have been. Just to get signings through the door, seeing the takeover really build traction now. That's been a massive positive. We'll get into all of that later. But we have had some personal things we've done. It was our mother, mommy dearest's birthday the past week on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, mom, not that I know you're not listening, but happy birthday. You've made yeah. it onto episode 98. You got a shout out. And with that came a bit of excitement. Yes. So, firstly, we had our first little taste of a cheat on Thursday, which was literally first a bit of sugar. A, what would you even call it? I had like a, a, the tip of a slice of carrot cake. And I mean, seriously, it was. It was an thing, insult, f- really. Probably, it was an insult to mom. Probably could have fit on your your, your nail how mm. much I had, but why did it blow my head off? Oh man, honestly, that's the first time I've tasted carrot cake, and I know, yeah, I've got a craving for it now. I know, I've got to this age. I don't think I've had carrot cake before, which is mental. I always just play it safe with the old chocolate. But it was, yeah, it was a day to remember. And yeah. then we took mom for her birthday down to London for some afternoon tea she really is a lady of leisure loves it mm. and that meant we got the cheat meal of all cheat it meals was. afternoon tea after not after like i said having no sugar nothing we it's so pathetic because we looked at that day saturday the 24th as literally like Christmas oh yeah it's in my it? calendar for like two months it's yeah been there. it's and it didn't disappoint yeah, I mean, put it this way. I mentioned on last week's podcast, we haven't had proper sugar in months. Like, I'm talking it's been artificial sweetener, if anything, for like, what? Pretty much all all year, really, so far. <laughs> and, uh, man, afternoon tea when it got round to the cakes and the scones and all that. Wow. I was crashing after that. That was so funny, yeah, because, again... After we had afternoon tea, we had to go around, get our steps. Oh, yeah. So we're walking around Hyde Park, and all I can hear about is you moaning how hot you are. Geezer's dressed in all black. sweating buckets. And his thickest T-shirt he owns. And, yeah, just moaning about your sugar crash. Well, good cardio, I guess. It's like wearing so. a sweatsuit. But after having that, and then going straight back the next day, back to this diet... It's very bittersweet, but like I said, the end is in sight. I know. The end is in sight. We can see the end of the tunnel. Yeah, so let's just get there. Onwards and upwards. That sums up our week anyway. How exciting. (laughs) I've I've realised, you know when you say it, 
pretty mundane, really, isn't it? Everyone's thinking, what? Okay, boys, great. But let's get on to the Blues nah, news. Now. invested in the fitness journey. <laughs> I hope so, man, because it really helps my mental space. If I know anyone's even listening to the uh, my struggles with the step count and just the, the little amount of food. But, yeah, let's get into the Blues news. Again, this has been hot on our radar and it all week checking out what's going on because we haven't been short of progression all week really haven't we yeah we like to give the people what they want first right and everyone wants to know about the takeover Takeover, and more exciting news really and more details if anything which is always good to see so if you are a keen listener of the Talking to podcast. Some of this will already be known to you. But, as we know, Mr. Tommy Wagner is on the verge of completing the deal to purchase the 45.64% of the club. As you know, we've already got EFL approval. But, it was announced on the 23rd of June, so just last week, on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, that the circular would be dispatched and distributed to the BSHL stakeholders on Tuesday the 27th, which is today. That is the day we are recording. And if all goes well, and we've what we what we read and what we're led to believe is it literally is just a formality, then the deal should be signed, sealed, and delivered on the 13th of July. So that is a date that you need to bookmark. 13th of July, hopefully, Tommy Wagner takes the helm at Blues. Yeah, a big day. A very, very big day. Faisal, I know you've got some more details around. I have. So I'll pass the mic to you, mate. I I mean, there's a lot of figures involved with this, isn't there? So it's hard to, like, really narrow down it. But a few interesting points. Firstly... The ballpark figure of the full takeover that I've seen is 22 million to complete. Now, I'm sure that's the full takeover, not just obviously the 46 point, whatever, 64% that it is. What is it? Because didn't they say that it was around, well, they valued the club at 35 mil? Do you remember? Don't throw me off here. (laughs) Anyway, the big point is this. This is what I found interesting. So, obviously, the big goal here is to hopefully get back into the motherland the premier league asap ideally in the next few years but there's a bit of a caveat with that so it sounds like wagner will have to pay the outgoing owners bonuses if blues win promotion to the premier league in the next two years so it says nighthead will owe 7.5 million if Blues are promoted to the Premier League on or before June 30th, 2025. Now, obviously, everyone would love that. It probably is a bit unrealistic anyway, isn't it? I feel like that's probably... Where we are right now, I think extremely term. unlikely. But yeah. I, but again, it's two years, you'd hope so. Exactly, yeah. we could, we exactly. Could and who knows, the table we'll be getting on to the... Transfers that are coming in and all sorts, so yeah. stay tuned. But further on from that, let's say that did happen. Obviously, they're going to pay 7.5 million to um, BSHL in that case. Should Blues stay in the Premier League the following season, Knighthead will owe another 3.75 million 
and they would owe another 3.75 million if they stayed in for another season in the Premier League. So a couple of interesting things. I think that makes it sound like, to me, when you read that, you know, oh, BSHL are still getting something out of it. But there are also a lot of good ways in which Knighthead have done their due diligence and have BSHL, like we've said before, really, their balls nailed down. I mean, just on that first point, though, like even if we get promoted by 2025, mm. seven mil is literally a drop. Yeah, of course. It's a lot of money, obviously. Of course it is. But considering how much money we will earn just getting exactly. promoted, seven mil, I don't even think. I'm sure no. Knighthead, Tommy Wagner don't even blink an eye. No, no, of course. Mad to say it's seven mil, but seriously, and, and I don't, don't want to jinx it, it or any anything. Difference. I don't want to jinx it, and I know. A lot of Blues fans, me included, it's so easy to like throw your hands up and think that Tommy Wagner's come in with shed loads of money and he can just bail us out of everything. But it does genuinely seem like he has that that the the owners now have money that we have got more money in the club. So not just the promotion gaining us that capital. I'd like to say that we're actually in a good position now. From, from the way that things are looking mm. um, that hopefully can move us forward in the right direction. So, yeah, I don't think that's an issue, to be honest. When I read that, it's a bit, it's, it's more just... You're just thinking of 7 mil, but then exactly. when you take into account how much you get from just getting promoted, yeah. like yeah, 80 mil or whatever, like, yeah, have your 7 mil and a bugger off. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So this is... Um, this is more, okay, around the twenty the 22 million. So that 92-page circular confirms that Knighthead via Shelby Companies Limited, the subsidiary, will pay 5.3 million for the 24% stake from BSHL. The entire club is valued at 22 million. Oh, right. That was way off then. Yeah, and sources have told apparently Birmingham Live that Wagner would eventually like to complete a full takeover. So I think that's yeah, where the that. 22 million, obviously, figure is coming from. Can you imagine getting that circular handed to you on a desk? On a... 90 how many pages? On a 92, yeah. Honestly, it'd be the quickest approval and signature you'd get oh, from yeah, me. Yeah. I'd look at it, see 92 yeah, yeah, pages, yeah. and I'd just go, yeah. Looks good, mate. I just look for where the signatures are, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah where do I sign, man? I'm not even going to open it. Yeah. Looks good. Was there anything you wanted to add before I get into a couple more things? Or no, I don't think so. I think that covers... I think you covered everything pretty well there. Like I said, the 7 mil, when you read it at face value, you probably think 7 mil mm. war. They're I know, still getting also, something. But also, yeah, exactly. You're thinking, well, nothing. we want to get to the Prem, but we don't want to give BSHL no, some No, let's get to the Prem. Exactly. Let's get to the Prem as soon as, as possible. Soon as, yeah, yeah. And I don't think that's going to be any demotivating factor to um, anyone in ownership. I love how we're saying that as well, as if it's so easy. Let's just get to the Prem. Let's just get into Mate, the Prem. In Wagner we trust. In Wagner we trust. Loves the caps. I was going to say, so another thing we mentioned a few weeks ago, well, pretty much the whole off um, pre-season was around the Jude Bellingham deal, yep. the whole hype around that. We knew that eventually we were going to get that fee coming in of his um, sell-on clause and what that meant for any new owners. Yeah. 
So now that we've got the figure of, you know, that initial 88 million rising with add-ons, we know a rough ballpark figure of what the club will get. And so there are a few things. So on page 23, to be oh, precise. Wow. So you have read the circular, have you? <laughs> yeah. So we're page 23, <laughs> JB fee. Um, it looks like, so basically BSHL have set aside 4 million to fund Blues' day-to-day operations uh, between, what is that, for July and August. But the likelihood is that only a fraction of that cash will be required with the completion date set at July 13th, as we know, hopefully the takeover is set for then. The Bellingham money was earmarked to offset that funding if it arrived in time. But that is basically not going to be the case because the circular makes it clear that should the fee exceed the funding, which we know it will do, it we will. know it's looking at what, like 9 million it's roughly. 6 and or whatever. Yeah. Um, BSHL shall not be entitled to receive any such excess from the Birmingham pot. From the Bellingham pot, sorry. So again a huge thing we already knew that we already knew that um nighthead or tommy wagner had done it the right way and it looked like they weren't going to get anything for the sell-on because that's something that was kind of like speculated maybe yeah, they're holding on exactly. holding on holding on to the club exactly which makes to, sense to, i thought you know, that as to well to take some of that bellingham money yeah. but yeah they've again the right they've, like you said they've nailed their balls to the, to the, to the floor yeah. really yeah they've done the due diligence can't do it's the cash night, and grab yeah it's night and day compared to you know the max code yeah. deal which seems to have holes all the way through it and obviously mm. we've seen what's happened there and again you know we said it on last week's podcast tommy you know tom wagner you can already see he, he made He's come out and made, you know, almost promises. Pickleball. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Pickleball. He's living by him. Yeah. And even when you look at this deal, I mean, what more confidence do you need when it's yeah. so in detail? And all the questions you've got, genuinely in your head, they've covered. Yeah. And again, like I alluded to earlier, I don't want to say he's got banks of money, but it does seem already like he's putting money in the right places. Yeah. And there is funding there yeah which is really good you know yeah. already he's coming from a place of sort of professionalism and turning clubs around or turning businesses around businesses in general around, which exactly. obviously we are a business blues are a business and it looks like it really is going in the right direction so mm-hmm. another thing was further in the document the 92 pages under indemnities it is made clear that bshl will be held financially liable for any breaches of financial fair play or EFL regulations incurred on their watch. That's another huge thing because, again, we've heard a lot of stuff banded around about potential financial fair play stuff coming through the woodworks and obviously yeah. high player wages and stuff like that that's affecting the rebuild. So really good to see. Responsibility lies with them exactly. and isn't transferred over exactly. to the new owners, which is massive. A one, a one, a w- another that, like interesting point I found hilarious reading this article was there's a new mention of something here, which is the Lane Yee loan. And now this is the first time I've ever heard of that. And basically, it's a business registered in the British Virgin, I- British on, Virgin Islands. Yeah. And it's the first time it's been acknowledged 
on a document signed by Birmingham City Director Ed Zeng. Ed oh, no. Zeng. We're just pulling names out of the hat at this point. Oh, well, we? it's not even just that. It's just, I find it hilarious. It's almost like BSHL are pulling names out of the hat. Like... <laughs> What is this Lane Yee now? I know, like where's how many, where, where, How are there so many moving parts and different like businesses set up in the most random places that are involved? I know, it just screams like just dodgy as yeah, well, doesn't it? Like, it's almost British like Virgin just Isles, like, exactly. it's like the Tax just Haven. Spawns that out of nowhere and said, oh, okay, actually that came from here. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. exactly. I wish I was like an accountant. Like, exactly. I could spread some more knowledge. But on a, from an idiot and like we me understand at the well, they've done that for this reason or what, but there has yeah. to be. And just random people listed exactly. coming out of nowhere. Oh, they gave us this money, they gave us that money, that was a loan from here, there. It's We all just... know Vong Pitch is an alias. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's an NPC, mate. He's an NPC. He's an NPC, he's not real. God, yeah, these are all the Matrix fictional is characters. But, but yeah, and then another thing, a final thing is, and I don't know how really relevant this is, but it also says that the club and its new owners will be protected from any future claims made by Maxco following the failed takeover attempt last year. Obviously, we know about the seven point, well, basically the eight million pounds that they've put in. That's um, a good point, yeah. But it looks like if they were to file a claim or anything... Wagner falling on dead ears, yeah. Are protected. Yeah. Another good point. I highly doubt that anything's gonna come about from Matsko anyway. Yeah. But um yeah, a good point to raise. Yeah, and again, just covering their back. Look at the due diligence they've done. They've really you covered every point. They haven't left any stone unturned. You know, that's who you want in charge of your club, you know that you know, like you 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 go you start as you mean to go on and the detail they've gone into with the deal. Yeah. And they've done already. it the right way. Simple yeah. as that. They've done it the right way. Exactly. And there's, you know, I think other things you can see, you know, we'll go on to now, you know, if I can just say around, you know, the training ground. We're now, you know, we're, we're located at the Wasp's old training ground yep. in Henley and Arden. When the boys returned for pre-season training, you know, you can see all the branding is all Blues branding now. The, you know, which goes a long way. That's not our permanent home. And Faze, I know you've got some figures of, you know, the yeah. running costs and stuff like that. Which, we can, which, yeah, exactly, which we can go into. But it's, there's numerous things that, you know, Wagner said about bringing in, you know, revenue into mm. the club, which is so important. Obviously, last week, I think it was, we talked about the increase in um, season ticket prices. Yeah. We've already seen sneak peeks of, well, not sneak peeks, we've seen, you know, the training kit yeah. and a new sponsor. Undefeated, yeah. Which is really, really interesting yeah, to me, really man. Is. Really interesting to me. You know, if anyone is into their, I don't know, streetwear, I guess. Streetwear, your trainers, stuff like that. Undefeated is not going to be, that's not going to be new to you, right? undefeated I, I would say i mean we saw like a dm it looks like it's some sort of new branch that their new venture i guess a, a subsidiary yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, them. of of them but like you know again if you know undefeated they're, yeah, a, they're exactly. a clothing retailer they've got their own brand undefeated but they also like stock other you know yeah. quite hyped brands yep Big collabs have done huge in the collabs you know again if you're into your jordans one of the most expensive Jordan 4s 
again, I'm probably talking to gobbledygook to a lot of people, but if you're into your Jordans, you're not. The undefeated Jordan 4s, I don't know what they're going for now, but a couple of years ago, oh, you're talking yeah. $35,000, $40,000. Just for a pair of trainers. Which is mad, you know, they come with a lot of hype. Yeah. You know, for a younger demographic, for sure, I think if we've got undefeated stuff being sold in the club shop, it's I can see a lot of money being parted ways. Yeah. My money's definitely be parted yeah. ways. But also for you know, an older demographic, you're actually gonna get good products. Stuff that you can wear, you know. I mean, a bit of a dent on our caps, unfortunately. And our caps, <laughs> fantastic quality, great hardware, but they're not. They haven't got the brand name undefeated. Unfortunately, it's just us two idiots. But wow, why to sell them, mate? I'm humble. Come on. Um, but yeah, that's exciting. That's really exciting. Again, waiting to see. You know, like you said, if it is a sister brand of mm. undefeated or whatever. But man, yeah. Again, Tom Wagner looks like. He's coming good with the things he's saying. Faze, go for it. Go for the you know the running costs we've seen. Yes, yeah, so obviously we know about the the training facilities catching a light uh, last no, year. How bad are West Hill? How bad is West Hill? We're apparently what have we paid like a what we're in agreement for twelve months? Is it mm. with wasps? I mean, it looks good ground? though the, the facilities and stuff. So it's currently costing Blues twenty eight grand per month, but prospective new chief. Tom Wagner has agreed to maintain the payments for the next 12 months of the lease. And that comes about from the announcement on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. So, again, part of the document. Um, so, Blues will pay £336,000 to use a facility until 31st of May 2024. Not bad. What is that a one-off fee? It's looking like. Well, no, that's that... twenty-eight grand per month. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, it yeah. Works out, so I'm guessing I haven't done the maths precisely, but yeah. We'll let you off. Another thing is a few more costs. Which are mad, really, isn't it? Blues pre-season uh, training camp in Mercia is estimated to cost one hundred and twenty-five grand. I know the boys are in the Ritz. Yeah, living absolutely good. loving it. <laughs> Blues also, I found this pretty interesting. Have I don't know how long this has been running for, whether that's a new thing this season or what, but obviously this is the first proper insight we've got into sort of costs associated with Blues. But they've got £100,000 per year subscription with HUDL, which is a video service which provides football clubs with an in-depth, in-depth analysis of performance. Waste the money. Just use YouTube, honestly. Well... This is a thing. This is YouTube. It incorporates online scouting network Y Scout. Um, and obviously, what that's going to do is help Craig Gardner identify talent, that sort of thing. Again, don't know how long that's been a part of Blues. I'm not sure, but uh, we have seen some talent come through the door. YouTube montages, man. Yeah. Free. And they're good. You've got other costs as well. Again, this is more of a side note, but I found it one in particular pretty funny. So, waste collection, 70 grand a, a year. Blues TV, 42 grand a year. Man, Blues TV is just expensive all round. I know, it? I know. And also just a load of shit. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, and pest control, <laughs> 10 grand a year. <laughs> That's a big one. Got to get rid of them pesky rats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Feasting on the wires in uh, Wast Hills. I know. 
So getting um, rid of them. Yeah, but that's that's kind of the news again that I was alluding to earlier about the um, the money that Wagner's bringing in, and hopefully looks like a good sign. You know the the fact that he's fronting the cash for um, the day running the daily the, the, running the, to the club exactly, and you can just see how bloody expensive the it training is. facilities. Yeah, hopefully, you know he realizes the importance of obviously the recovery the rest the training yeah, yeah um and it takes that investment so yeah and he is like i said not cheap running a club all of those all. things you completely overlook mm. but yeah i just like the blues give us something to cheer about we can get behind the team and support the team right let's get into the signs as i said busy week for blues and when was the last time we've seen this deals Business getting done, early doors, literally. We've got three three signings confirmed this week, through the door, ready to get on the plane to Mercia for a full pre-season camp, all the way into pre-season friendlies. I fully suspect there being more on the horizon. Yep. And we're going to talk about one, that, well, two really, that should be coming in. Exactly. Like I said, hopefully there's going to be a lot more. Cause yep. Look at how threadbare the... Uh, team is but yeah. if we just start from the top and we'll go in we'll go in order of who was announced first tyler roberts yeah we mentioned we've been mentioning yeah. for a couple of weeks i think there's been speculation well last week we went into a bit more depth yeah, yeah. didn't we around tyler roberts what you can expect yeah. from him it looked record. It, it started getting a lot more real and obviously now it's come to fruition exactly it was announced on wednesday that we signed him from leeds and this is the the figure was banded around around 750k Online, Leeds fans, whether or not they had a glowing review of Tyler Roberts, all that I saw yeah. was saying 750k was a steal. Yeah. We actually, or apparently the figure is actually around closer to 500,000. Yeah. Which again, is a, is, you, you can't really argue with no, that you for can't. an attacking Especially, player yeah, in today's a permanent market. attacking player and someone who, like you said last week, from on the face of it, especially if you weren't really watching Leeds or paying attention, you thought he was a decent player. Yeah, yeah. And from what you you're know, hearing. Yeah. Didn't well again, I mentioned it last week, I'll mention it now. His scoring record. Yeah. The goals aren't there. No. But he did play a pivotal role yeah. for Leeds, getting them up promoted yeah. in twenty twenty. But yeah, we signed him apparently on a four year contract. Not apparently, we have signed him on a four year contract. What we know, twenty four years old. Last season on loan at QPR, got four goals and 20 appearances. He is injury prone and that yeah. cut his season short last season in January. So that's another thing, you know, to earmark with Tyler Roberts. Everyone says the same. He is injury prone. Mm. And that's got to come into that figure of 500k. You know, there, there is that. For Leeds, nine goals in 101 games, which again is not great reading. Let's be frank. Let's be real. I mean, it's awful reading. Yeah, as a t as a striker. But you know, again, people who are fans of him all say it's the work he does off the ball. He is an attacker. He is a striker. Can play off the front man and can play wide. But I fully suspect he's coming into the club to play yeah. striker. And I fully suspect him to be playing up top with Scotty Hogan first game of the season. So, Tyler Roberts, through the door, four-year deal, 500k, first permanent signing. The next one is one that excites me. 
Koji Miyoshi. Who? Well, <laughs> announced on our mother's birthday. Say it must be good, boys and girls. We've got an absolute starlet here. If it's announced on the special lady's birthday, it's got to be bloody good. He signed on a two-year deal, free, on a free transfer. Last year, he was at Royal Antwerp. He made 15 appearances. He won the Belgium Pro League with Royal Antwerp. He's played in Europe, got European pedigree. He's a Japanese international. He's made five appearances for him. Last season, he did suffer an ACL injury, which cut his time mm. or his season short. But in total, for Royal Antwerp, 63 appearances, five goals. What do we know about him? He's a left footer, so automatically baller. baller There's yeah. not, mate. Do you know anyone who's left footed and can't play football? I'll answer that for you. No. Attacking midfielder, he can play out wide as well. I've watched some YouTube videos. Didn't know about the man. I've watched some YouTube videos, watched some montages, listened to a lot of EDM with these montage videos. And I have to say, there's some great little play there. There is. Some technical ability. Man, definitely technical ability. And that's what everyone's saying about him. Technical dribbler, good turn of pace, passing on him. And yeah, there's one little clip of, and I showed you, didn't I? I was mm. like, we were in the gym, and I showed it you. A little touch. I can't even describe it, but type his name in, and you will see it. It's high up on the recommended videos, and it's just ridiculous. A bit of long ball comes over to him from the wing, like cross-pitch ball. Defenders, he's on the left wing, defenders to his right, and he literally like flicks it with his heel around the defender. It's disgusting. Like You've got to see it. Filth. Absolute filth. I mean, the litmus test is, what's his FIFA rating phase? Yeah, I mean, the rating wasn't that impressive, but it's a 73. Which, you know what, for Blues... Right, for Blues, that he's now decent. coming into one of the highest rated exactly, players in the team. Exactly. One thing which FIFA is a huge, lie. a huge note is... So, I mean, a little side note there. Randomly got back into FIFA recently this week. And uh, I took it upon myself to start a career mode. And naturally... Koji Miyoshi was first to come through the door. He was snagged. Clicked on his um, profile on uh, the uh, transfer market and up comes has something special. Oof. Now, for anyone who plays FIFA, you know FIFA don't lie. Don't lie. Don't it lie. don't lie. It don't lie. So um, I took that as as gospel. And how I'm looking forward to him look, coming. How do you think Craig? How do you think Craig Garner finds all oh, these? Yeah, obviously, he's it's on a FIFA. Football manager and he's, FIFA. He's on FIFA scouring the transfer market. Yeah. Say no more. But all Miyoshi jokes aside, he's going to be a baller. I'm all jokes it. aside, we need technical players. We saw Kadra come through the door last season, light it up in a short amount of time, and we need someone exciting and hopefully direct as well. So. Anyone who's got good feet on him, small, nippy, looks promising. He's versatile as well. Exactly. He can play in he that is. cam position. Exactly. Play out on the wide. Yeah. I'm just excited to see him play again. He's an, he's, a, he's still you know he is he's an unknown to yeah, me. Yeah, and that's the thing to as most well. people. But 
there's something exciting about no, an unknown, isn't that's, it? That's what I'm saying. It's so much more exciting when it is like an unknown international player, like yeah. you know, an unknown Japanese player coming in. Man, and Japanese players in general, like there generally is a theme, like a trend. There are very technical players. Yeah, like mate, look, look at their at national Japan team. In the World Cup. Exactly, they played good. Ridiculously, you know, technical. Mm. Way better than you think. Yeah, and way better than they get credit for. And he's got a point to prove. The and he's a permanent signing. Yeah, exactly. On a two-year deal, Yeah, a lot of people online, Belgian fans, Good think age. we generally have a coup here Good of age, getting yeah. him. We've beaten off other other clubs to sign him. So, yeah, let's get right behind him. I think he could genuinely know, be a I think fine. Could be a I do. I really, really do. And I'm very, very hopeful. He's, again, someone I think will be starting first game of the season. Yeah. Next up. Mr. Kevin Long. Kevin yep. Long announced on Friday. Well, when was the 25th, actually? It was on the 25th he was announced. He signed a one-year... Sunday. Oh, there you go. Signed a one-year contract with a one-year option to extend. 32 years old. Last season, he made 20 appearances for Blues. And to be fair, he kept Harley Dean out of the side. Yeah, and he was, scored you know, a couple of goals as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was someone that I definitely was very critical on to start yeah, with. Yeah. And he just grew into he he the really role. Grew. Yeah. Completely grew into the role. And actually got a pretty good partnership, I'd say, yeah. with with, uh, with Robbo yeah. by the end of the season. Yep. He's had other offers on the table, apparently. But he enjoyed his time with Blues and it made sense for him to come back. So again, 32 years old, one-year contract. But if he does well, we're going to extend that yeah, to 34. Importance on... He's proven in a blue shirt just from last season. Coming yeah. back into a familiar changing room. He's a senior a lad as well. Ground. Yeah, exactly. When a team that's very young at the minute. Yeah, and to me, just offers that stability in terms of you know what you're getting with him. Yeah, So um, He's going to have a full pre-season behind exactly. him. He's no already excuses. got the confidence no of last excuses. season. We exactly. should see him just go from strength to strength yeah. and build on what he already did last season. Yeah. Again, free. I'm sure his wages are not breaking the bank in any way. Mm. So all in all, I don't think there's any other reaction to that other than good a business. Uh, yeah, good business. Thumbs up. I mean, from all of those three, you'd have to say fairly good business. Yeah. I think the unknown is kind of or to be seen. Obviously, Miyoshi. Hopefully, he can adapt to the the championship. But Tyler Roberts keeping him fit, and yeah, hopefully getting end product from him as well but yep. exciting but nonetheless a Go point on. I want to make as well that's really really key for me all of those players when asked in their interviews why they came to Blues all have said the same thing the club made it very obvious that they wanted them they expressed how much they liked them and wanted to bring them to the club that screams to me that we are generally signing with intent yep. we know who we want and we're going after them and the second one is all of them have all said that the club is obviously in a transition period, but it's an exciting project and where we want to go all, well, yeah, talking about getting up the table, talking about playoffs. I think Tyler Roberts in his one, again, oh, no. echoes back to Troy Dean yeah, as well as we're going to get first, you know, top two. Yeah. But he's talking about, you know, targeting the playoffs next season. Again, do I think that's realistic? No. But just that idea 
and obviously when they're coming to sign their contract with the club, they're going to be met with a full roadmap of what Blues are hoping mm. to do. So there must be in that roadmap, you know, look, we're trying to get promoted fairly soon. We're building to really, you know, go in that direction. So for as a, as a fan, it's it's brilliant to hear, isn't it? Yeah, massively. Yeah. All right, that's the three through the door. Now let's talk on to some hopeful upcoming deals. Exciting things here again. Yeah, yeah. And familiar names and favourites to all of us, Blue Noses. Christian Bielik. Apparently this done, this deal is a very, very, very close and yeah. could be announced potentially tomorrow or by the end of the week. So apparently we're in advanced talks with Derby. Eustace has made it very clear from the end of the season that he wanted to sign Bielik and make him a priority. The deal is reportedly worth £1 million. And when you think that he signed from Derby, well, he signed for Derby from Arsenal in 2019 for 8 mil. That is a massive, massive steal for me. He made 35 appearances last season. That's the most he's made in a single season in all of his career, which is mind-blowing. Yeah. Obviously, we know all of his horrible injury, woes, injury yeah. woes. And to be fair, last season, he had a couple yeah. of injuries. His yeah. front teeth even got knocked oh, no. out. He's always in the wars. Yeah. But what a great signing that could be. He's in his final year, his last 12 months of his contract. Yeah. Derby need to get him off the books. Yeah, because his wage high wages, as they exactly. didn't make it up into the championship. And, yeah, they're just ready to wash their hands, really, of it, yeah. I mean, him on his day, like you said. Mate, it's our Patrick Vieira, mate. Exactly. Him on his day, no matter what team he plays for in the championship, he's a great player. So top, top player. To get him through the door, again, another player we've seen in a blue shirt, we've seen can perform, Yeah. knows the fans, loved by the fans, all of that, familiar territory. He literally can just come in and hit the ground running. Yeah. Another one. Dion Sanderson, the rumour mill continues. Yeah. And I think, I just think personally he is coming. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I, say I, I think so. He's as coming. Well. Hopefully, I the been, deal. I have been speculative, to be fair, when the first few murmurs of it were coming yeah. around and like, you know, it's almost like typical. But we did get him back on loan last season. Yeah. Which I didn't believe was going to happen. I didn't think we'd get him back in any way. And that did happen. And now, you know, this just keeps getting thicker. The plot keeps getting thicker with the um, rumour mill. Well, we've seen him liking tweets liking and stuff tweets, about People it. bring Sanderson back, he's liking yeah. them, stuff yeah. like that. Either way, I mean, again, that has to be in advance talks. I think it's Either just, way, again, even if he, formalities, he I think exactly. it probably is. Exactly. You know, I think, you know, it could, it could be as close or as close as, you know, it, the deal's structured. Yeah. Maybe it's just the point of the clubs just finalising, dotting the I's, crossing yeah. the T's yeah. on, you know, what fee they're going to get. Exactly. Again, we mentioned it, I think it was a last week's podcast or the week before. I think it's around two mil yeah. that Wolves want for Sanderson. Yeah. Um, Stoke are also interested. Yeah. But, come on. I think, exactly. I think and it's, he loves Blues, doesn't yeah. he? he? And does. we love him as and well. And we love him. Um, again, what a signing. I mean... Mm. We said this when we got players like Bakun and we got Chong, obviously. You know, you're growing that backbone. That nucleus that you can build signs. around, yeah. And then now look, you know, if we did get Bielik through the door, if you did get Sanderson, I mean, like you said, Long forming a good partnership with Roberts. Yeah. 
man, the defence is looking a whole lot better if you've got Sanderson that. as a permanent signing for the future. Future skipper. Yeah, you know, it's mm. that back line is starting to shape up nicely, especially in the centre. You know, I'm not yeah, as yeah, worried yeah. with the depth there now. Um, just about getting over the line, man. I hope it is coming soon. Personally, I genuinely think Bielik and Sanderson will be announced. Yeah. Before the eighth of July, when we go, yeah, go the boys to go to Marcia. But that wraps us up for the Blues news. Like I said, it's been a busy week. Lots of mm. details around the takeover. Lots of details around incoming signings and potential reunion, shall we say, with Bielik and Sanderson. We'll let you know the latest as soon as we do. So make sure you tune in same time next week for episode. 99, man, that's crazy. I know, 100 is fast approaching the century. Crazy, crazy. There is 100, nearly 100 hours, or there probably is 100 hours. Over 100 hours. Yeah, of us talking about the Blues, which is absolutely mind-blowing. Starting this off in lockdown and seeing where we are now. Crazy. And thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who listens and supports us. It means the absolute world to us. And yeah, we're just one big family, the Blue Nose community. Keep it going. I think that wraps us up for for the episode. One shame, one more shameless plug, and then we're out of here. Onto our steps. Cannot wait in the Wish doom and spoke, gloom. Grey skies, horrible. But if you don't, please, please make sure you do. And don't be a stranger. Jump into the DMs. Reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram at the Tilton Two. Yep. Twitter, Facebook at the Tilton Two. YouTube, the Tilton Two. And our website, www.thetilton2.com. Again, find our hats, our Make BCFC Great Again caps. Support the podcast. Good quality. I'm not just saying that. Genuinely durable, good quality. (laughs) Sales pitch. Mainly, though. The sales pitch. A genuinely good cap and very topical. Very topical. But yeah, exclusively available on thetilton2.com make sure you head over there check them out that wraps us up we'll be back same time next week and until then keep Keep right on. on